Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome back to Caravan of Garbage, the show where we go, this is the last Iron Man movie for now. Oh. We say that every episode, don't we? We always say this is the last Iron Man movie for now. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Leave a like if you could, because maybe you're happy it's the last Iron Man movie. Uh, Opinions are divided on this movie. I hadn't seen it since 2013 when it came out. Mm -hmm. I did not like it very much. But how did you feel going back to it? I I think my opinion has softened on it a bit. I Me did too. not care for it at the time for reasons we'll almost certainly get into. Almost what if, certainly. What, what if we don't though? <laughs> uh, but I I I appreciate what it was going for now more. Agreed. And there are there are plenty of elements to enjoy. I like the director Shane Black. He's teaming up with Robert Downey Jr. again mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You remember that movie? I remember that movie. Great movie. Name another movie. You've really put me on the spot here. <laughs> oh, Iron Man Three. That's a, yeah. That's actually that's good that you named that because that's. What we're talking about this now. This is what yeah, we're yeah, doing yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, they're re-teaming for Iron Man 3. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, that's a good choice. Shane Black's the the, the lethal weapon guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, they were like, he's definitely going to do a Predator movie at some point. Yeah, and everyone was excited for we that. Should, we, should get it, we should get him in for an Iron Man movie before... You know that that shoots him to fame and stardom, and we can we can't afford him anymore. Exactly. <laughs> After the Predator. Look, I want to come back to the Predator, mm-hmm. but let's stay focused on. Iron Man 3. That's the movie we're <laughs> yeah, talking we're doing about. Iron Man 3. Uh, so, yeah, so John Favreau is out. As the, director. As director. But he said he, he still got to have fun because, you know, he could do more silly, happy stuff in this in this movie, which I agree. More happy in these movies is good. I enjoy that character. But <laughs> I mean the character, but also the very concept of it. I love more it. happy in movies, please. More happy movie. So, the official reason is because he turned down this movie to direct The Magic Kingdom. What? Which, what is that? Well, essentially, uh, it's described as Night at the Museum, but Disneyland. Is that based on. That's like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies are based on a ride. That, the yeah. Magic Kingdom is also a ride? Yes. Okay. So, imagine, like, yeah, everybody comes to life and Jack Sparrow's like, oh, what are you doing in the Epcot Center? Sure. John Favreau. Quite frankly, what's anybody doing in the Epcot Center? <laughs> what even is the Epcot Center? Great question. Is it even a Disney? I don't know. But I do wonder whether because of his experience on Iron Man 2 and they kind of pushed back on a lot of his ideas mm-hmm. and it kind of got mushed into this kind of odd duck of a movie. Yeah. That's You're why describing left. a lot of stuff as odd ducks recently. It's just a new thing that I'm doing. I think I'm going <laughs> to stick with it. Okay. You happy with it? Yeah. That's a real odd duck of a choice. Oh, Apollo 13. What a real odd duck of a Ron Howard movie. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I do like the. Opening. I just tried to think of the most mainstream movie I could think of. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. You could have said Forrest Gump. 
It's really a lot darker of a movie. In though, a way, it? it is. Yeah. So it starts uh, in the year 1999. Uh, I, I enjoy Pulp Fiction happy. Mm-hmm. I also enjoy that Pulp Fiction came out like five years prior to him having that and hair. And he's still desperately clinging on. I love that, yeah. Shout out to our boys over at Eiffel 65. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and of course we get a Yinsen cameo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know, he mentions in the first Iron Man where they met and we see that. Yeah. It's not much. <laughs> It really isn't, no. Yeah. Uh, but I do like that idea that, you know, he's talking about in the narration. As he's talking to Bruce Banner, it turns out that, you know, we create our own demons. And he does that. And he also creates other people's demons. But, you know, that is that is the character. And he probably owns a liquor company as well. You know, it's probably yeah. own, he probably owns a subsidiary of something. Do you think he owns the crusty demons? He almost certainly owns the crusty demons, sure. <laughs> Terrific. But what I also love and I have questions about is... They've got stark repulsive technology in their, <laughs> in their dirt bikes. They're flinging themselves into orbit. Just orbits. shoot out of the stadium. <laughs> but he's so mean. He's, a, he's awful. <laughs> he's awful. And the, the, there's a... We don't see this version, this side of him that much. No, you know what I mean? But there's a scene later on... In in this movie, where he has a like a heart to heart with Rebecca Hall's character, yeah, and he and he's like, you've got to change because the person I'm with, Pepper, she's got a conscience, and you don't. You're just some sort of ghoul. And it's like you were a ghoul <laughs> like three years ago. You were you're the worst. You're the worst person. You left Killian Murphy on the roof, and now he's back. He's he's a dragon man. And and the arms dealing, also and the, arm, the arms dealing too. Yeah, obviously, but you, but you did leave that guy on the roof. What I like about Aldrich Killian, if you made a dragon man, you should stop and. Think. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Um. I what I like about Aldrich Killian is he is the, he is the the reverse Tony Stark that I think Justin Hammer should have been in Iron Man too. Fair. Because yeah. he is, uh, you know, he's 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 brilliant and charismatic and etc. And he's what Iron Man would have become if he hadn't, you know, become Iron Man. Yeah. Sure. That, that's a fair point. Uh. So this is very loosely based off Extremis or Extremis, mm-hmm. the, as it's the, sometimes known. The Iron Man limited series. Yeah. The, upon which the original, the the movie Iron Man suit is based. The yes. Eddie Granov artwork. Uh, exactly. It, it very heavily influenced the the MCU Iron Man style. It's a beautiful suit, isn't it? Though it's a beautiful comic. Yeah. Uh, yeah it looks great. But uh, look, I didn't really want to ask you about that. I wanted to ask about how do you feel about his beard connecting to his sideburns, like he's some kind of Smash Mouth lead singer. How do you feel about <laughs> that new look that he only has in this movie and never again? Yeah, <laughs> I look. Some might say that as an uh, 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 an actor who is maybe getting on in some years, that that was maybe uh, added, like a jawline uh, thing? added it for an illusion of jawline. But uh, no, no okay. maybe he's just you know. I think also it's probably just a reason. I think the actual reason is probably just to distinguish him from 1999. Okay, start. yeah, They're like add a little little something, a little bit of flavor. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> our flavor savers all around. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So there's been some changes in terms of uh, the Marvel movies, but the Iron Man movies also specifically. This is the first Marvel movie to be shot on digital. Mm. And I think you can, you notice that in, in moments. It's, there's, there's a bit more kind of blur and smoke in some of these shots. I'm t- mm. talking about the house falling down in particular. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's a subtle, you can hear a subtle bleep bloop in oh. every frame. And that's the computer. That's um, the computer. That's the yeah. computer filming this. That's right, yes. I understand. I'm imagining like a Superman 3-esque computer, just like <laughs> spitting out reams of paper. <laughs> just lights going off. <laughs> just just crashing through, just crew members and, and pieces of set just to roll in. <laughs> it's got a beret on and one of those one of those like cardboard loudhailers. <laughs> and it's smoking a cigarette in one of those holders. 
Now action. <laughs> anyway, it's filmed on digital. It's where, where we're going with this. Yeah. Uh, there's also No Shield or Nick Fury as well, uh-huh. which the other ones kind of leaned into. And also, interestingly, prior to this, Disney had bought all of the Marvel stuff for $4 billion, which, by the way, amazing deal. Yeah. Incredible. But the distribution rights to this and the Avengers... They went through Disney this time, and this movie is the last one to have the Paramount logo at the front. Yeah, yeah. and it doesn't say Marvel Studios, it just says Marvel, interestingly. I think it's pronounced Mavel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have we been saying it wrong this whole time? I we, oh, well, you we, have, I have Oh, no. Yeah. Anyway, one of the things I didn't like about this movie wasn't so much the Mandarin, it was the Guy Pierce reveal of the Mandarin, but a lot of people didn't like the reveal that Ben Kingsley was the fake Mandarin, but I like that twist. How do you feel about that? Well, great question, James. Thanks. Uh, just as a little bit of background, apparently Guy Pierce on the day suggested that... <laughs> that he shouts that he's the Mandarin? Yeah, and that, that, he, that he, he he suggested the twist. Yeah. I don't know what point in the production schedule that was, that was implemented, mm. but uh, I mean, great. Yeah, I, th- I just don't think he needed to shout, I am the Mandarin, and it was always me or whatever. Uh-huh. I think because, you know, we are getting the Mandarin, and also that's yeah. into that in the one shot that comes after this with with Benjamin Kingsley. But I love the dual roles that that Ben Kingsley is playing. Like this soccer hooligan drug addict and then like he's doing the voice and he's like whatever. Yeah, I mean I look as a long-time Iron Man fan, I I think I was definitely put off at the time by the idea that you know we're finally going to get a look at Iron Man's, you know, one of his his true arch nemesis, but then it turns out it's just some drunken idiot. Yeah. And and it turned out that I I feel like but, but at the same time, I sort of understand that they're trying to cap off a trilogy here. Sure. You know, we'd foreshadowed the Ten Rings in the past. Mm. I guess you have to pay that off. And e- even at this point, I think probably the idea of a, of a man with, you know, magical alien technology rings who's a modern-day Genghis Khan warlord. Yeah. We, we do that for real. That's going to look too silly, I guess. Sure. But I was, I was kind of put out. But again, as you mentioned, there is a Marvel one-shot called All Hail the King mm. in which... It is revealed that he, the, the real Mandarin, is alive and annoyed at Ben Kingsley, and who wouldn't be? And maybe Ben Kingsley meets Scoot McNary if he's in that. <laughs> maybe or a he guy does. that looks like yeah. Scoot McNary. But then obviously we're getting Chong Chi in the, the, the yes. Legend of the Ten Rings, so we are going to see the, the Mandarin for yeah. real. So, you know, um, uh, that, all's well that ends well, I guess, kind of, probably. It seems like all the behind the scenes stuff I read about these Iron Man movies are we didn't really want to touch the Mandarin because yeah. it's, like, it's, it's yeah. kind of. No, it's it's a it's a difficult thing to touch upon, and it seems like the idea of working him into like that kung fu movie mm. is probably you know yeah we haven't seen it, but in the Marvel the production offices, there's 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 like a flow chart, and it's like, do we want to introduce aliens, magic, you know, kung fu, etc.? And then if it's like no, then it just goes, just have a guy fight a guy that's the same as him with the <laughs> yeah. same powers. Exactly. <laughs> there's a big tick next to yeah. it. So, funnily enough, initially, uh, Ben Kingsley was supposed to explode. He was going to take the extremist drug oh, and yes. then explode, but they obviously kept him alive for that one shot at the very least. Yeah. But I also I don't hate the idea that these explosions that are going off around the place, which is... It, the extremist soldiers yeah. are over, uh, overheating and exploding. Overexerting themselves and exploding, mm. and they're covering it up with you know these, these Mandarin terrorist attacks. Uh-huh. I think that's like a, a pretty solid idea, but just the end when he's just like, I'm the Mandarin, and he's yeah, got like uh-huh. the dragon tattoos. It's just like, I don't know, thank you. Another solid idea that I think this movie has, and I enjoyed, again, mm. uh, for the most part, is 
uh, you take Iron Man out of the Iron Man armor. Yes. What is what is he after that? Yeah, I you know. completely agree. And, I, I, and I'm sure a lot of people went into this being like, well, it's Iron Man. We, mm. we, we put him in the suit yep. and it's going to be Iron Man in the suit for most of this. And it's, and it's not. And I can understand how people would get mad about that. But I like the idea of you take this guy out of the suit. Yeah. Because if, if you take him out of the suit and he's useless, what's even the point of him? What's the point? Right. Frankly. Yeah. Just a man with a... With a pretty weird beard. Yeah, but, the, but the the execution of that, I think. I mean, the the the, the main complaint I think about uh, that I have about this movie more mm. so than the fake Mandarin and etc. Yeah. is that you put him on this path of a man with limited resources and no Iron Man suits to back him up. You put yeah. him on that path by just having him make the dumbest choice anyone's ever made up until this point mm. in a Marvel movie. You go, you say, "Hey, the Mandarin, here's my address. Come and get me." And then not prepare at all for that? Yeah. Have the worst suit. Just that, have the worst one ready to go. can't fly yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either? Yeah, well, Ben, who edits these, he put it down to that he has PTSD and he's not thinking clearly. Okay. And I think that often comes across in this movie. But then it gets to, like, the end where he's like, all right, I'll call all my Iron Man suits. But it's like, you've been stuck in the, the wilderness, small town USA, mm-hmm. and you haven't thought to do this prior? He's like, I don't have an Iron Man suit. I've got to turn a glue gun into a... <laughs> Whatever. A slightly bigger glue gun. Yeah, but it's like, you didn't you didn't think? And I mean, you know, I know he's not thinking clearly because he has that PTSD that he has to get over in two hours. Yeah. But <laughs> you know who is thinking clearly? Jarvis. Yes. The, the person who runs his house and probably would be like, well, if you invited the Mandarin over, I might set up some, uh, yeah. all of your Iron Man suits around the mansion mm. maybe. I don't know. No, nah, don't. <laughs> well, you're the boss. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, because it really is that moment with Harley, who I, I like, by the way, and they just kind of drop him in later movies. They're like well, Harley nah. being the Iron Man kid, yeah. But they're just like, nah, Spider Man's the yeah. new Iron Man kid. But he's like, why don't you build something? Get over your PTSD. And he's like, oh yeah, all right, I will. But that the idea that like he went into space and he saw like the other side of the galaxy, uh-huh. and he's just it's just completely fucked his brain up. Uh-huh. That's really interesting. I agree, but I don't think it. Completely pays off. Here's some stuff that I think does pay off. Go on. That fight scene where he's, he calls his suit and it's coming piece by piece and he has to take out that room of goons yeah. and he's just got, like, the arm and the boot. Yeah. I think that's really good. Now, I mean, it is good, mm. again, to show that he is, he is a hero even without the suits. But... um. I, I would like to point out that the distance between uh, Tennessee and Miami, the flight time, oh, you figured it it's out. about an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> and from the... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Man suit escaping the barn in Tennessee to getting to him is 57 seconds. Oh, wow. So... Pretty fast. I agree. I mean, who's to say? Who's to say when the thing that came out of the Could barn? Earlier, maybe it came. Yeah. Maybe it came out of the barn an hour and nineteen minutes ago. I don't know. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah that's a really good point, and that, that makes this movie terrible. I agree. By all logistical standards, ding. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> little little ding for you there, folks. Yeah. I also I, I think I one I, ding equals one like. <laughs> what, what do you think about Iron Patriot? Because in the comics, that's a Norman Osborn situation. Is, yeah. I. Yeah. Uh, I like Rhodey and Tony together. I do. I, I, I think do as they're well. a fun pair, but yeah, yeah. I don't know if it kind of completely comes together. One of my but. favorite parts of this movie is where um, Iron Patriot has been captured, mm. and and Killian is heating up the suit with his with his heaty hot hands, <laughs> and then just just do, it's just Don Cheadle springing out of the suit wearing like his his green polo shirt, just doing some kicks, <laughs> just straight into he it. He comes out with a big punch. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! Just like. Just like he got, he got sewn into the suit at uh, like, at like, uh, like on the beach, <laughs> yeah. and he's just springing out. And he's like, "I'm ready to, I'm ready to." He was probably playing golf with the president. Yeah, yeah, right, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready to fight and do the back nine. Here we go. Yeah, I also like that air stunt. A lot of which they did for real. They got professional skydivers to have. You can like, tell, yeah. yeah, to have like to hide parachutes in in clothing, and you know yeah, they yeah. got them all to to link up, and then they dropped them in the water at the end. With wires, and I also like the fact that he's not Superman, so he can't just grab one, take him to the ground, grab the next one. He's not fast enough, and yeah. the laws of physics don't allow for it. Yeah, yeah he'll just he'll be tearing people's yeah. limbs so, off. So I mean, that's that's what that I find that really interesting, and I think that's a great you know sort of creative use of the Iron Man suit and the technology, but also, and and that's really smart. Yeah, but I think a lot of the time uh, in this movie. Tony Stark is kind of a, a a dumb guy who doesn't learn from his mistakes. Yeah, like he's fighting one of the extremist guys up in the plane, and he notices that as soon as the guy touches him, the suit powers down and it starts melting him and what have you. Yeah, and then he kills the guy, and then later on, when in the final fight, he's just sending in suit after suit. Yeah, it's just getting shut down and melted by these guys, and you, you know those suits have like missiles and lasers and stuff on them, right? Iron Man, more like Grapple Man. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean, yeah. yeah Stop yeah. grappling. We <laughs> grappling so much. Yeah. You learn some Wing Chun. Like, we know. We get you it. You don't need to prove yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. You're just getting your suits melted. You know what? Maybe you could become giant space laser man. Yeah. Just shooting a giant space laser. I think that would work just as well. I agree. But here's something I do like in this movie that it sounds like I don't like that much. Go on. But I like a lot of it, <laughs> is that 
the suits that show up at the end and there's that big battle over the docks or whatever. It's pretty cool. And we get to see lots of different varieties, you know, and he's leaping suit to suit. And even though it's like, why are they grappling? Just have <laughs> them shoot lasers. I kind of wish at the end all the suits would have been manned by people from the movies. Oh. Like when I saw the trailer for this, happy. I thought... Like the Yin Eagle, I, thought, I thought the Eagle would have happy in it because yeah. it's the big one kind of thing. Yeah. All his ex-girlfriends are in the suits, you know? <laughs> Oh, God. Just hating it. Just, Just hating it. like, I'll do it, but like... Like, come on, you know? Yeah, Yinsen, the Iron Man kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah, what's her name? The reporter, yeah, whatever? Yeah, Leslie Bibbs. Exactly. Whatever her name is. Just, yeah, just do it all. Because that's, that's the thing in the in the comics, the Iron Legion. It's basically all yeah. his mates, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I, I do like, you know, how Pepper gets a bit more play in this and gets a bit of an action scene. But there's a moment where she dies, or he thinks she dies, and he's just kind of like, Oh, no! <laughs> Oh, well. Anyway. <laughs> and I know he's in the go. moment and he's fighting yeah. a dragon, man. Like, I get that. Yeah. But I feel like you could have kind of maybe sat with that a little bit longer. Or, like, his rage is kind of, like, blocking his, yeah, yeah. his ability to, to think clearly. But then, of course, Killian falls prey to Iron Man's ultimate weapon, a knife. <laughs> Just a knife. <laughs> She'd use that all the time, I think, that big knife. I'd have a Just knife. a big knife in the suit. <laughs> <laughs> Just knife and limbs off left and right. Yeah. I also don't like how he's, how he's just like, Killian's just exploded. Uh-huh. They're pretty sure he just exploded, even mm. though he'd already exploded. Yeah. And he's just like, let's just blow all these suits up. Mm. Don't do that. Also, like, they break up the next time or one of the next times we see him in the movie mm. because I guess he, he just started building them again, Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. But then they get back together. It doesn't really, it doesn't really matter <laughs> at all. But, I mean, it's, it's a Christmas movie. It ends in, like, a Christmas fireworks display, I guess. But it's just kind of, it, it rings a, a little bit hollow to me, as does, Go on. and um, I'm, I'm sure you've heard this, that in China, a lot of, there were some scenes added to appeal to the Chinese market. So you uh-huh. know how he, he gets his heart repaired by a Chinese surgeon? Uh-huh. There's some other scenes that were only, that were shot specifically for there. Just Chinese sightseeing. Just, that's right, exactly. Wow, this is a great wall. <laughs> wow, this is a terracotta warrior. Wow, this shopping district is better than anything I could ever build. <laughs> exactly. My Iron Man suits are garbage compared to this McDonald's in China. <laughs> Here's a segment of the show called Little Bits or whatever we called it. Yep. L- little moments. Little Just moments. things that I've, that's worth mentioning. Uh, Bruce Banner's in it. I have to mention it. Um, mm-hmm. But specifically, I want to mention him because there's rumours of another post-credit scene which was supposed to be included that involved the deep space armour. So I was going to end with Tony receiving a distress call from outer space, at which point he dons the space armour and flies off to meet the Guardians of the Galaxy. Whoa. Uh, Apparently this was scrapped because they weren't sure if he was coming back. I see. Because at that point, this was pre-Civil War, and I know Ike Perlmutter, who I do want to talk about again, was going to be somewhat involved. And, you know, there were pay disputes and like, we're not paying Robert Downey Jr. this much money to kind of, to co-lead Civil War, which they should, like, they made the right call. He he's going to want, he's going to want two serves of ice cream. Yeah. And we will not be having that. <laughs> and yeah, and, and in the comic books, they did do a, a storyline where the Guardians of the Galaxy join up with Iron yes. Man in space. And, so, and you he know. teams up with, like, he, he, has, he has a relationship with Gamora at one point as Ooh, well. Or a relationship. A relationship. That's right. A special shout out to the, uh, to the Star Trek double punch that he does to his suit when Hell he attacks yeah. Pepper. Big fan. Uh, loved you in a Christmas story. He says to the little boy. The little boy, yeah. Uh, Peter Billingsley, of course. Producer was, of, of these movies. He's in Iron Man. He's in Iron Man 1, yeah. You, you get it. People know. <laughs> There's little, 
like Shane Black kind of dialogue stuff that I really enjoy in this. The moment where he kills all the goons, you know, when he's been captured and he's just like, this is so weird. <laughs> this isn't worth it. Uh-huh. And the moment where he's getting attacked in the town and he ducks behind the car and he's like, it's crazy, huh? And the guy goes, yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is crazy. Just little things like that. Yeah. Uh, special shout out to, to Adam Pally as well. Oh, if Adam ruins everything. Yeah. No, no. That's a, uh, that's a different Adam. Oh. He's doing the, he's got the Tony Stark oh, beard yeah. and whatever yeah, 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 yeah. is in the thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's something else. Anthony Mackie apparently auditioned for the Mandarin. They say it's the Ben Kingsley role, but that doesn't seem right to me. It feels like he would have been more of an Aldrich Killian Killian type. Uh But what do I know about anything? Not a damn thing. (laughs) We've never heard him do a posh uh, or soccer hooligan British accent. That's right. Now, here's something also I I definitely wanted to mention, and I've been holding off until now. Uh Uh-oh. And also because she's not really much of a character in this movie, I guess. But Rebecca Hall, who's great was initially supposed to be the main villain, right? So was going to be behind everything. Maya Hansen. Yes, which if you've read uh, the comic, which this is very, very loosely based off, Mm. she does play a bigger role. And Killian Murphy, and no, the other guy. (laughs) Aldrich Killian. Aldrich Killian. Yes. Is like a minor scientist. Aldrich Killian in, in the extremist comic book is in like one page. Yeah. So, yeah. But here we go. Ike Perlmutter. Here's the picture. We know it makes the noise. We're sorry. We can't help we it. We don't know why. You burn it. You burn <laughs> the picture. And then you just open a drawer in your house and it's there again. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> so Ike Perlmutter said, uh, having her as the main villain, it wouldn't sell toys. So, yeah. You know, he, he's always been on about Did stuff like that. they sell a lot of Aldrich Killian toys? They sold a million day one, Mason. <laughs> with, a, with a little barbecue lighter in them? <laughs> It's yeah. weird that he never uses the. He only uses the fire breath once. You'd think he'd use it again. I'd use it every day. Ah, uh, yes, all day. Right. I'd clear lines at the bank with it. Yeah, <laughs> just make my way yeah. to the front. Yeah, I'd build a pizza oven and light it impressively <laughs> at, a, at a barbecue. Oh, you're one of those every pe- weekend. You're one of those yeah. pizza oven guys, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Come round, come round. I'll make the best pizza. No, nobody wants to come round and have your weird pizzas. You don't know how to make pizza. You just got a pizza oven. Stop doing it, Mason. <laughs> You are going to get fire breathed <laughs> next time I see you. Uh, yeah, Rebecca Hall in, a, in an interview more recently was like, yeah, I had a bigger part where I was a main villain or whatever, but I, I don't really remember. It kind of sucks <laughs> like, that that <laughs> happened. And I think, yeah, she would have been good. Also, uh, fun fact, Rebecca Hall was 17 in 1999. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. I mean, obviously not 17 in the movie, yep. but just saying. All right. I like to talk box office as well, Mason. You love it. Because every week we've been like, why don't these make a billion dollars yet? Uh, this one did $200 million budget, which was boosted after the success of the Avengers mm-hmm. and it made 1.2 billion at the box office, which was a little bit below the Avengers themselves. Not bad. Not bad at all. So this was really the point in time where these were solidified as they're mostly billion dollar movies. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. You know? Anything lower than that? Failure. Don't Abject failure. Boo. <laughs> Boo and hiss. This, this, I guess, uh, sort of denotes the, the point at which... Movie studios are like, if anything makes it less than a billion dollars, we are not continuing the saga. That's right. Yeah. Dark universe. Dark universe. Yeah. yeah. But, a lot, you know, there's been a lot of talk of, will, you know, will the Iron Man saga continue, you mm-hmm. know? And yep. we are getting the Ironheart series. Uh-huh. Armor Wars is coming out where it's just Rhodey cleaning up more of Tony Stark's mess, <laughs> sure, essentially. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I feel like, and I don't know whether uh, you will agree with me, that he will be back. 
I know he said that he's not going to. Mm-hmm. He could be like an AI hologram situation. I absolutely want like, g- give us an old school Iron Man suit, yep. like a clunky one with a big blue hologram head. Agreed. Yeah, they've done it in the comics. I just feel like maybe not in the next ten years. Yeah, sure. But, but I just think it's going to happen. He can film it at his house. You, you know? can film it at my house. Yeah, I've got a spare room. You're not filming it at my house. <laughs> I got. I don't have room after I put the pizza oven in. So, but uh, yeah, all in all, it's a it's a bit of a mixed bag of a trilogy. But the stuff from the first one is kind of strong enough to sustain the rest of it. You know what yeah, I mean? And uh-huh. there are not that there aren't good ideas along the way because there uh-huh. definitely are. Yeah, yeah. But I think I enjoy the character of Iron Man like maybe more than I enjoy some of his movies. You know what I mean? Sure, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but maybe, I, well I, I think yeah. uh, that the character of Iron Man is uh, just a real... It's not a great bloke, but I think there's an... I, think I mean, there's that's a, also the point. Yeah, you know? yeah, I, mean, yeah, I yeah. think there's enough good stuff in these in these sequels that, yeah, they're worth a rewatch. 10 out of 10? Yeah, 10 out of 10. We're starting rating them. It's 10 out of 10. Yeah, 10 We're out of 10. we do that every week. week. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If we forget to rate them every week... 10 out of 10. It. Yeah, which is an automatic 10 out of 10. Yeah, so yeah, don't yeah. even worry about it. Because asking. we love the magic of cinema. That's right. That's why, no matter what anybody says yeah <laughs> guess what though what? you might be like i love i love these videos mm-hmm. thank you and you're welcome by the way yeah you're welcome but i wish Anytime, i could time we'll just do it just just every week we'll just knock out a few just just some pure gold for you why not <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome but uh every week though uh they actually go up early at bigsandwich.co which is like our patreon tier that we control in its entirety but That's along right. with uh, not shady no not sh- totally no, it's legit it's legit but along with that, we do movie commentaries. We've done the first Iron Man and dozens, if not thousands of others. That's right. Uh, bonus podcasts and also our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. That comes out a day early there on Sunday, Monday at the regular time. If you do want to check it out, thank you for watching. Thank you to Ben and Lawrence for the edit. And let's all think about, let's have some introspection. What do you think? Yeah, I think that'll be good, yeah. Some self-criticalness. What I think people should do is they should set up the Mr. Sunday Movies channel just a playlist just constantly put it yep. on silent just yep. just let it just run have it, just let it let it run and have some quiet contemplation agreed just days weeks if necessary if you have to yeah all right thanks everybody grab that gem you guys we'll see you next week goodbye this podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates i mean if you want it's up to you Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.